What are the best fantasy football fits for the top wide receivers in the 2023 NFL draft, including Jordan Addison and Quentin Johnson? It's time to break it down right here and right now as we begin another edition of Locked On Fantasy Football. Our Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for sportingnews.com. Come to the site and check out all the good stuff we have leading you into the 2023 NFL draft. I've got my seven round mock draft that you can check out. I have a mock draft with trades as well that's uh, coming up that you can check out. So, a lot of good stuff there, as well as my big board, the update look at the top 140 prospects overall, as well as the best players by position. That's what we're focusing here on Lockdown Fantasy Football. We did the quarterbacks and running backs, broke down the top 10, their potential fits there at those positions that are going to help them most with their fantasy football value to have it come rather quickly rather than waiting here. So we're going to do that again with wide receivers. We're going to do that with tight ends as well. But we'll wrap up that series with these last two receiving a base positions on the show. Thanks again for making Locked on Fantasy Football your first listen today. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. All right, let's uh, dive right into the wide receivers here and look at the top on the board, according to me. I have a Jordan Addison, still number one here out of USC. There's some question mark if he'll be the number one off the board because there's different flavors of wide receivers. They usually are. 5'11", 173. I like his history of production. He was the... Blitnikoff winner at Pittsburgh. He transferred to USC to play with Caleb Williams, who came over from Oklahoma. And Caleb looking like the consensus top overall pick next year's draft on a quarterback. But Addison really put up another fine season. I think he's one of those guys that plays better on the field. He doesn't test well. But you look at he does everything well. And look at his size. You would say, okay, he's a slot. But we know slots can be number ones. We've seen that with USC guys as well, right? I mean, Michael Pittman Jr. is a big slot. He has settled in to be an outside number one for the most part with the Colts. You have Amon Ross St. Brown making a living off that position for the Lions. He was overlooked in the draft as well as in fantasy, and then he emerged the number one. Junior Smith-Schuster put together a very fine season early in his career with the Steelers at top-level fantasy numbers, and he was very viable last year in that key role for the Steelers. So the USC tradition of – turning out these type of receivers who are kind of inside-outside are very intriguing. And all these guys have had valuable fantasy numbers here for sure. So that's what you feel good about. There's a pedigree there. I know it came by Pittsburgh, but we know Larry Fitzgerald ties them in as well as uh, Tyler Boyd, the Panthers. So there's been some really good receivers from both camps and a lot of slot 
potential for those receivers, and they put up those numbers working inside or outside. So I look at Jordan Addison, really like what he can do, and I think the best fit for him is the Texans. They need a go-to receiver, the one guy that can light up all over the field, who they lose, Brain Cooks. They traded him to the Cowboys. So they're looking to replace him. Look, I don't think Nico Collins can get the job done or Robert Woods. They need a true number one there. They're picking early. So this is the pick that is coming up second for them. They have number two overall. We presume they're going to take a quarterback. Presumably Bryce Young out of uh, Alabama. If it's not uh, some of the drops such as C.J. Stroud there too. So we figure they need a reliable receiver all over the field. Addison has had that history of production for sure. So when you look at that, I think it makes a lot of sense to go in that direction here with Addison for the Texans. And I think it would be a great fit for him because I think you'd see high volume immediately as a go-to guy, a little bit like St. Brown did when the Lions were struggling to have some key targets there. He came through big time and we saw the fantasy numbers explode here as a young receiver. So looking forward to some of that as well with Addison. Now, Quentin Johnson out of TC is a different type of receiver. We saw him in the national championship game. He's a big play threat on the outside. They contained him pretty well, the Georgia defense, but really he was tearing it up all year with Max Duggan at quarterback, who's a Heisman finalist, uh, dual Stetson Bennett there. We talked about both those guys a little bit in our breakdown of the quarterbacks, uh, later round picks, but Johnson really put Duggan on the map with his big playability. This has got a lot of size and speed. 6-3 to a classic eye you put on the outside as an X receiver can really go up and get the ball as well as stretch the field. He's a good vertical threat. He makes big plays, and he is also a guy that you can trust all over the field with his hands and uh, catching the ball in the red zone and just looking really good overall. It just looks like that number one type receiver you're going to target all over the field, get some big plays, and get some red zone ability, and a little bit of uh, Mike Evans. That's the type of profile that you get from Quentin Johnson. So I think a team such as the Titans could really use him. I think he's a first-round pick as well, easily. So they pick at 11. So potentially you could see Johnson go ahead of Addison, depending on the style of receiver teams are looking for here. But when you look at Johnston, looks classic on the outside. I do like the Titans as being a fit. I think the Jets also would be a fit if they can get him in with Garrett Wilson. Same thing if he goes to Titans, he's going to play off last year's first-round pick. Traylon Burks. So there's a lot of the upside here for Johnson as a big play receiver. can be the number one line up here. I think Johnson replaced Corey Davis nicely there in New York. You have uh, Robert Woods, as you mentioned, going to the Texans. So that would be a good replacement there as a potential number one. Johnson would also look pretty good in the Packers uniform, playing off Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson with Dobbs maybe going slot here. So a lot of good stuff to look at there. Early in the first round, uh, there's a lot of good landing spots here for this receiver. And Addison and Johnson, I think, are going to be no-doubt stars here wherever they line up. And for these other guys, a lot of potential as well. We'll get into them in our next two segments here on Lockdown Fantasy Football. But on my board, for sure, Addison and Johnson, pretty close, different style of receiver. So I can see one going ahead of the other in any order. But a lot of the teams picking right in that early double-digit round type of pick in the first round when you look at 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. That's where these guys are going to be targeted quite a bit in the draft. And you'll see some receivers also being seen at the back half of the first round. We'll get into two more of those that I like going round one in our next segment here on Lockdown Fantasy Football. This 
show is brought to you by BetterHelp, as we said at the top. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. I know that's been the case with me. And for me, therapy has really helped me with that. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we can talk through things with someone there to help. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. And really, therapy has been outstanding for me. It uh, kind of uh, regulates and keeps things in check, uh, a little bit of a roadmap to my daily life that I really like. So it's really just crucial if uh, you need some help to go get that help. And really, you'll be amazed how quickly things change for you and how quickly you can find direction. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be Convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge so you can find the right fit for you. Discover your your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on today. Get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp.com slash locked on. You'll get 10% off your first month. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Okay, let's uh, continue the show here on Locked on Fantasy Football. We'll look at uh, wide receivers uh, three through six on my board. Two more first-round talents, I think, here in this class. Jackson Smith and Najigba. There's been a little bit of uh, up and down with him, whether he should be above Addison, but similar to Addison. He can line up everywhere. He can make big plays as number one. We saw the pedigrees there. We talked about Addison the USC pipeline. Well, more direct with Ohio State because he had Chris Olave. Go to the Saints. He's been looking good. He's a fantasy asset on the rise. Of course, Wilson, we talked about him with the Jets. So two guys that Smith and the Jigba played with, and there's one more coming who's going to be an absolute stud in Marvin Harrison Jr. So there's definitely a feeling of these guys from Ohio State are going to continue to produce the Ryan Day system. It doesn't matter who their quarterback is. They're just getting it done here. So really, some might see Smith and Jigba as a slot first type option, but Get the ball in his hands. He can attack the ball, aggressive, open field guy, speed, quickness, run smooth routes. So another guy that I think can go in the first round, I do like him potentially going to the Seahawks as their number three receiver, if kind of maybe guy that you stash ahead of Tyler Lockett getting a little bit older away from a DK Metcalf. So that's one possibility. I think you also look good at the Packers uniform. The Patriots also would be a good fit. But the Seahawks, you put them in there, I think this is going to see more 11 personnel fade away a little bit from these tight ends, open up the field a little bit more, and now they have content to Geno Smith. So this would be not a bad landing spot. I get he's a third receiver there. You want them to be, again, in that second range there. But, again, there's not too much going on with tight end with uh, Colby Parkinson and Noah Fant kind of splitting that spot for the Seahawks. So I think they'll be in the market for a third receiver. Another good landing spot would be the Chargers because you can't trust Keenan Allen or Mike Williams to – stay healthy, so they need to actually think about a wide receiver in Los Angeles. So a lot of good stuff there. Look at with Smith and the Jigba. Line up everywhere, makes a lot of plays. And I think he's not at the same level for me, personally, as Olave and Wilson. Maybe a little drop-off from there, but still an outstanding receiver. And of course, Marvin Harrison is on another level from all those guys. But when you look at these uh, receivers from Ohio State, you trust them a little bit, because there is that track record, and that certainly comes into play in fantasy football. The next guy has zoomed into the first round is Zay Flowers out of Boston College. Speaking of the Chargers, I like him potentially going there. 
He is a Tyler Lockett type. If you look at it, 5'9", 182, very similar, can play all over the field, maybe start in the slot at first, but make big plays, hit home run plays, but also line up that as a mighty bite in a slot, get some burst after the catch and get it done. So Zay Flowers can end up having a big, big role for a team as a number three here. A little bit uh, Tyler Boyd in him as well, where with Boyd, we know, very viable in fantasy behind uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. So you see that as well for Zay Flowers developing. So really like Flowers as a rising star. He really had a great combine and pro day season here to really boost the stock into first round potential here. So a lot of receivers are similar. So a little bit of separation has happened here, not only the way they run routes, but also separation from each other when you look at prospects. Now we said we're going to get through the top six now. We're going three through six here with our wide receivers. And the next guy I have on my list is Josh Downs. I like this guy, 5'9", 171. So very similar size to Flowers. Just made a lot of big plays in North Carolina. You could see him on the field all over. Just get him there, get the ball in his hands. You can trust him anywhere in the open field. Has that quickness to burst downfield. And also is a very top slot receiver because short intermediate routes, he's going to be there. He's a pretty good scorer as well. This has a knack for making big plays and tough catches wherever they're needed for the quarterback. So really like Josh Downs. I think it's going to be a little bit tougher for him to produce. But I am going to the Jets if they want to replace Elijah Moore here, which is potential if they want Garrett Wilson to play consistently there on the outside with Alan Lazard. So that's another option they could go. They could put Alan Lazard in the slot and go and go get a Quinton Johnson for the outside to replace Corey Davis or – Say, okay, Al Lazard is kind of our Corey Davis replacement. Cut him. Let's go in the middle with Josh Downs in the middle. So I do like you know, that for sure with Downs potentially landing there. But slot receivers with some big play upside, I like those type of players. We definitely have a few of those here. So I think with Addison Smith and Jigba, they're more that number one level where I think Flowers and Downs can develop into that in time here for those two teams uh, coming out of Boston College in North Carolina. All right, the number six guy I have on my list here at uh, wide receivers, Keishon Booty of LSU, 5'11", 195. I like that size for sure. I think he's going to be in play as a dynamic slot, but he's going to play on the outside as well. Versatility is there with his uh, route running, can get deep on the outside. Now, I really like him for the Patriots. We talked about Julius Smith-Schuster. The Patriots signed him, but he essentially replaces Jacoby Myers as a big slot there for them. They've lost some other guys. Nelson Aguilar has moved on to the Ravens. Just don't have a lot. Devontae Parker, you just can't trust him to stay healthy. He's an older receiver. I think Budek could be a guy that you look at for a replacement for Parker as that outside guy. So really like what Keishon Booty can bring. And also great pedigree, right? We know what this uh, program has produced. Uh, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Terrace Marshall on his way to maybe breaking out for the Panthers. So there's just a lot of uh, good pedigree from the LSU system. I know it's been different coaches and offenses here, but Moody was part of that kind of wave of wide receiver there. So I think he completes it pretty well here. And again, the Patriots would be a good fit because they need targets who can do some damage here for sure. All right, we'll get to the seven through 10 wide receivers on my list and what could be the best fits for them to produce in fantasy football. We'll do that in our last segment here on locked on fantasy football but we've told you that it's an exciting time of year to get in on FanDuel Sportsbook that's for sure 
Grand slams, no hitters, double plays are back. And there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now new customers can step up to the plate with a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's right. Just go to FanDuel.com slash lock on to sign up. Place your first bet and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. Really, there's all kinds of things you can do. Aaron Judge to pick up where he left off in the home run. That's always a good bet. A pitcher such as Shohei Tani to go over on strikeouts. That's always a good thing to go with because strikeouts are in vogue here. And you can also build a single-game parlay with your favorite matchup of the day. So I'd love to do that to get some players involved with the games as well. Yankees and Aaron Jones, that is pretty sweet. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash on to sign up. FanDuel. Talk about them and teaming up with the NBA and NFL, where they're all the, also the official partner of Major League Baseball. Check them out. FanDuel to get your MLB action there with your betting. All right. It is uh, time to close the show and look at uh, my 7 to 10 wide receivers on the board. Uh, this is the rankings for the 2023 NFL draft. Number seven I have is Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee. Big playmaker. We know he stretched the field a lot for Hendon Hooker who's an intriguing quarterback prospect in this class. He's a top-flight speedster, made a lot of home run plays there. So I really like it, and it can be a little bit more consistent, but I do like him a lot for the Falcons. The Falcons need a big play threat. Look at the receiving core. It is questionable beyond Drake London because they signed Mac Collins and they have Scotty Miller, but there's not a lot there. They need a big play guy, and Desmond Ritter is their quarterback for now, but you also have Taylor Heideke as an option. So – I think they just flat out need a guy who can replace Calvin Ridley, who is uh, finalizing that trade to the Jaguars after his uh, year-long betting suspension. But you look at Jalen Height for sure, he's that take-it-off-the-top receiver. So anywhere who has a chance with a big-arm quarterback to make some plays, watch out for him. He's also maybe a sleeper hit for the Cowboys because of what he can do. And maybe they're fading a little bit on Michael Gallup there, so they have a well-rounded receiving core with C.D. Lamb and Brandon Cooks. At number eight, I have Rasheed Rice out of SMU, 6-1-2-4. I think you're going to be a great receiver to put in Green Bay, the Romeo Dubs being the big play threat, but being that consistent number one, co-number one with Christian Watson. Strong compact frame at 6-1-2-4. Very savvy route runner there. Can get open all over the field, a little bit of Randall Cobb in him, so that would make sense for the Packers. The Packers need to move on from Cobb. The stretch the field a little bit more. I think you can see more 11 personnel onto the Packers here. They're sorting out tight end after Robert Tunney and Mercedes Lewis are not in the mix here. So something to definitely look out with Rasheed Rice. I think he's a great fit for that Packers style of offense. There, I, I think that would uh, say that he could fit in a lot of offenses here because the Packers are kind of 49ers and Rams adjacent. Rams would also be a good landing spot for Rice here to help uh, Cooper Cup and get back on track with Allen Robinson kind of fading there. So let me look at there and Van Jefferson. has been a bit capped there. So that's what we're looking at with Rasheed Rice, the Packers and Rams being good fits. The next guy up is Cedric Tillman. So two Tennessee volunteer wide receivers that really had good connections with Hendon Hooker. So a little bit of Mike Williams and Cedric Tillman. So if you're looking for that, 6'3", 213. So a little bit bigger than J.L. You know, he's got speed as well when needed. That capacity, but didn't even need a lot to stretch the field there with Hyatt being a big playmaker. So uses frame well in the red zone. That's why I like to compare him to Mike Williams as well. So 
I think he would fit well with the Colts playing off of Michael Pittman Jr. and Alex Pierce as that third receiver. The need to help replace Paris Campbell, maybe Pierce and Pittman can kind of be versatile in the slot. Tillman can be on the outside to make some big plays here as they transition at quarterback as well, possibly with Anthony Richardson and the big arm there in the first round at number four overall. The final receiver that's on my list at number 10 is Marvin Mims. There's a lot of very good receivers to look at. Uh, there's some rising guys behind this group, but I look at Marvin Mims. I like, again, Oklahoma. We know Lamb. Pedigree, we've talked about Tennessee's got it. Uh, all these programs, SMU as well, with uh, Cordell Sutton. So it helps when you trust some receivers out of the programs to be really special in this league. And Marvin Mims definitely has that. Big playmaker, stretches the field, deep routes, can get quick, tough after the catch, and open fields. A lot of these type of guys here. So I do like them on the outside a little bit more than in the slot. I look at the Cowboys being a potential fit. Again, Michael Gallup, is he reliable? But you look at Mims uh, playing off CeeDee Lamb, another Oklahoma Sooner there. And then you definitely have Brandon Cooks who can line up everywhere. So Lamb is also a dedicated slot. He can play about half the time in there. So that's why I like the Cowboys. Again, they're an open-up passing game. Again, he'd also fit with Cal Moore and the Chargers, so former Cowboys coordinator. So if the Chargers don't go the direction of Zay Flowers in round one, they can look at the Marvin Mims a little bit later in the second and third round. So a lot of good values on the first two days at wide receiver here for the 2023 20, NFL draft. And these are just 10. There's a lot of guys that you're looking at uh, Jonathan Mingo has been a guy that's been rising up boards as well. So a lot of interesting uh, receiving talent, as there usually is in deep and may not be as top-heavy as last year with all those first-round picks, but still ample with potential four going in the first 31 picks and then a lot of other guys adding some real good value to surpass games all across the NFL. All right, that's a look at your wide receivers. If you missed the quarterbacks or running backs and their potential best fantasy fits in the 2020 NFL draft, check that out. Our next show here on Locked on Fantasy Football, we'll look at the tight ends. So Michael Mayer out of the Notre Dame, Don Kincaid of Utah, a very strong class of tight end. Thanks for making Locked on Fantasy Football your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked on NFL Scouting with the draft dudes. From free agency to draft, salary cap management, more. Join NFL experts, Todd Krabs and Joe Marino as they take you through what it's like to build a successful NFL franchise every Monday through Friday. Find Locked on NFL Scouting with the draft dudes wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. For Locked On Fantasy Football, this has been Vidi Iyer. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll be back tomorrow to break down the tie bets.